Welcome to PLSJ's podcast, where the Public Library of Steubenville in Jefferson County shares with you our favorite quirky questions, finds out what leaders in our community are reading, interviews local authors, and so much more. This podcast is part of the Out and About series, where we talk to business and community leaders, organizations, and anyone outside library doors to learn a little more about them personally and professionally. And as always, we'll find out what they're reading. Welcome to PLSJ's first podcast. I am so excited uh, to be here with you today and with our guest, Bobby John Bowman. He is with the Sycamore Center. So welcome, Bobby John. Um, as I just said, this is our first one, so we were kind of laughing, saying, you're a guinea pig because we need to. <laughs> we're, we're you know, still uh, filling this out and getting everything together. So I truly thank you uh, for being here today. First things first, I want to ask you, do people actually call you, ever call you Bobby, or is it always Bobby John? Um, uh, almost <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> yeah, almost Bobby, almost Bobby John, uh, but sometimes, uh, uh, like my mom will call me Bobby sometimes, uh, so it just depends. <laughs> okay, so if I call you Bobby or Bobby John, then that's I'm okay fine either, either way. way. Okay, mm-hmm. so we'll get started. Uh, basically, just if you could introduce us to the Sycamore Center for our listeners who had never maybe even heard about the Sycamore Center. Sure, the Sycamore uh, uh, Youth Center uh, serves about uh, 300 kids each week, and we run 43 after-school programs Monday through Friday, and we have 82 volunteers that watch over those programs, so we have eight to 10 classes each day. Uh, All of them are free of charge. Some of the ones that we do are sewing, cooking, music, art, drama, martial arts. We have a young young entrepreneurship program. Um, we have tutoring every single day as well. And then also musical opportunities, dance opportunities uh, with various classes. And uh, so we just try and um, provide life skills training for young people after school. Uh, typically, a lot of the kids that we work with um, come from difficult home situations. And so many times they aren't trained in some of the things that we teach them. Uh, such as cooking and sewing and, and things like that, that a lot of times kids would learn in uh, home economics years ago. And, and a lot of times those classes aren't around as often today. And uh, so we're able to teach teach them some of those skills. Yeah, I love the life size, uh, life, um, life classes that you're teaching. And I brought this book with me because I actually just had this checked out yesterday and I did not read it. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Dad, how do I? Uh, now this oh, yeah. guy is... His name is Rob Kenny, and I was actually watching the Today Show, and he was being interviewed on there. And this gentleman, it, this reminded me of you, so this is why I brought the book, but this reminded me of you because um, this gentleman kind of grew up without a father, and so he says that he wanted, he never wanted his children to uh, have a dad who left them. And so he wanted to teach, he, he wanted to teach people all that he could. Um, and so he started these YouTube shows where he would actually be on there and teaching um, someone, teaching a, a man how to, or a boy how to tie a tie or how mm-hmm. to do the grill. So it kind of reminded me of you. And I thought this might be something that you'd be interested in. That how, So anyways, he came out with this book now. And again, his name is Rob Kenning, but it just reminded me of you and a lot of the classes that you offered. And I love, I love the classes that you offer. I actually had the sheet right here, was kind of looking through them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like the TikTok class. Oh, I yeah. thought, I want to take these classes. <laughs> I think these are wonderful. It's just, uh, there's such a variety here, like the hip hop class, 
uh, yeah. chess club. So how do you come up with the ideas to, to put these classes on? Um, a lot of times I will just ask the kids what they would like or um, uh, some areas of interest that they have. Because uh, if you have all classes that they aren't interested in, they won't show up. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I know that kids were constantly on TikTok and were taking videos of themselves on TikTok. And I thought, you know, what? I'm going to get one of the uh, individuals to teach a class on that. So yeah. that was kind of how that came about. Um, and then somebody approached me about chess and I thought, you know, that'd be a great idea. And I know some young people have started to get into that. And I know there's been some television programs on that. I think there was one on Netflix um, I forgot, I can't remember the name of it, but that was about chess. So chess is kind of a big thing lately. And so we've been getting kids into that. Um, but th just like that book uh, you uh, showed me a few minutes ago, um, Dad, How Do I? Uh, that's one of my favorite classes is the uh, Legacy Boys Club class. Because we do in that class teach them how to um, tie a tie. Uh, we've also taught them how to, to shave with shaving cream using just a, awesome. a, a, a plastic uh um, knife, yeah. so you know, and uh, just some very basic skills. We also uh, taught them how to make a, a, a workbench, so they put it together. Uh, we took them fishing out there in the marina, and because a lot of them had never been fishing in their life, so we taught them how to cast with a, a fishing rod. And so a lot of the things that, uh, you know, I learned growing up with my dad in, in the garage as well as, you know, out on the lake or wherever it might be. Um, some of these kids haven't had the opportunity to learn those skills and, and they really resonate with it. They love it. And uh, Steve Forte uh, teaches that class and heads that one up. And uh, he's from the Fishers Council and he also runs a program called the Junior Ironmen. Mm -hmm. And so they come together and uh, do community service in and throughout the Steubenville area, whether that be helping people move from one home to another if they can't afford to do so. And so we've tied in with them and they're, uh, they work with us very closely. Um, How many years have you been, has Sycamore been established now? Um, three and a half years. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, and you, what ages did you start with then? I mean, when this started out, were you just, was it all, was it faith-based? Because um, I, I know that you had the Bible group in here that meets and then you have these programs so right. when you first started out how was it established and what were you presenting sure well uh everything i guess the the genesis of all how it all came about was um i think it was eight and a half years ago now um i started what was called the sunshine bible club where that was at first westminster presbyterian church and the school would bus kids down there and then we um you know do like a bible club type of thing once a week and uh, the response was so great i mean some weeks we'd have up to 120 kids there so there were just honestly too many you yeah, know to adequately yeah. uh do a good job of what we were doing so we split it up into two days and did it on mondays and tuesdays and then um uh i heard a lot of people throughout the community just saying you know um, there's not, not anything for kids to do in Steubenville after school. There's just nothing to do. And, you know, I thought, well, you know, I would love to do something about that and, and start a, a youth center. And so uh, I put on a, a, a bid on a building on a certain part of town and uh, it was rejected. It wasn't seen as being high enough. And so uh, somewhat discouraged. But then a week later, I was driving past a an old church on the corner of North and 4th Street, right near Naples, for mm -hmm. those who are local. And uh, it said on the sign, we're moving to Follinsby. And I was wondering what they were going to do with that building. So I went up the street and talked to Reverend Ashley Steele from the Urban Mission. 
And she said, well, the Methodists own that building. Why don't you head on up and talk to Reverend Winkler, who supervises over all the Methodist uh, buildings in the area. So I drove up within the hour right away and just gave him a pitch about what I'd like to start, do an after-school programming, life skills, training for kids after school. And he just really resonated with it. He, he just he loved it. And he said, you know, maybe we'd be willing to... Uh, deed the building over to even for free. And so we were just blown away. And that's what ended up happening. Uh, it was a long process and we had to put in probably 60 to $80,000, you know, into the building to get it to where it even passed code, you know, to mm -hmm. get people in it. But um, so it was a, a, a wonderful journey though. And now the building is just awesome. Um, you know, it's a beautiful building. And so then that was uh, three and a half, well, four years ago. And then we start classes about three and a half years ago. Okay. So for about what, three and a half, four years, you've, you've been doing classes. Have any of the kids um, come back to you and, and told you thank you or wanting to teach back to the younger ones yet? Yes, absolutely. Um, and a lot of the kids uh, um, that we have in the student leadership program were in the classes uh, in years prior. And so uh, they they know what we're doing and they want to give back and they're excited to give back. Uh, so a lot of the student leaders that we have are now uh, leading other younger children, like in the, the elementary ages. So we'll have the high school kids that I had, you know, when they were little kids, um, as well as in junior high now are helping to lead and teach um, some of the young people as well. So yeah. it's, um, you know, they're they're a blessing, that's for sure. Nice. You're touching so many lives in such a short time. So what is your vision for the center? Like, What, what do you see? Um, I would say that uh, um, I'm looking to, I guess, just change the general um, culture of Steubenville, uh, that kids who are on the street who seem like they don't have hope will have hope. Um, and I, I'm looking for uh, three things eventually to take place with them when they graduate high school uh, would be to be either um, enrolled in the college, and these are the three E's, enlisted, um, uh, you know, in, in the service of some type, mm -hmm. um, or employed. So in other words, I want uh, them to be one of those three things and equipped to do that uh, when they get out of high school so that they will be able to be productive citizens within society, make a living for themselves, um, not remain in the cycle of poverty, because um, I spent some time as a case manager, so I kind of know what it's like here in the Steubenville area uh, for those who are struggling, you know, with poverty. And a lot of times if they struggle with mental illness and then sometimes that ties into addiction and then it's just a vicious cycle. Uh, a lot of times it's hard for them to get out of that. So I'm trying to uh, train kids um, at a younger age to be able to be uh, fully functioning adults uh, once they get out of high school and um, um, lead a productive and healthy life. Well, I think that you're doing a wonderful job. And as I learned a little bit more about the center, I just, you know, felt that the library should be partnering with you. So I think that's, you know, why I had contact you, contacted you initially. Um, and I was really happy that you invited us to the event, which then led to Sarita, who, you know, um, mm -hmm. uh, formed the meeting with you. And now we are actually partnering with the uh, with your mobile food pantry. And I was really happy that we are part of that, even though we're not going to be there for the entire duration. But um we will be there uh, a couple times, three times actually uh, for this year. And how many children are you feeding? Is it just children that you're feeding or is it uh, the parents too? Um, it's, uh, it's, it's children, uh, although the parents, of course, can eat the food too if they want to. But um, uh, that's mainly who we're focusing on. But what we're trying to do is bridge the gap where kids can get food um, Monday through uh, Thursday 
within the area through the school so they can get a breakfast and a lunch. Now, granted, they do have to get to the school to get it, so it's not quite as easy, but um, for the weekend, they don't have the ability to get uh, meals or food. And, and a lot of times with some of the homes that the kids are coming from, um, even if they do have a, uh, assistance, a snap card or food stamps, um, a lot of times, sometimes those, I'll just be honest with you, a lot of people, and I know this from case management, that they will sell the food cards, you know, to get drugs. <laughs> so uh, somebody's saying, well, you know, why aren't the kids eating? There's plenty of, you know, money on the, the food stamp card and things like that. And I'm thinking a lot of times, you know, the kids won't be able to get that money uh, or get that food because the, the food stamp cards are not used, you know, properly. And so a lot of times kids actually do go hungry in Steubenville. So, um, but when you give food, you're given food. So I know that they're getting food. So we give two meals away to each student. Uh, every single Friday. So that should cover them, you know, uh, for a meal for Saturday and a meal for Sunday. And uh, um, uh, so we're, we're really focusing on, on youth and, and uh, the urban mission does a tremendous job, you know, yes. with, with their food ministry that uh, uh, helps out with adults and also kids as well. But uh, since we're a youth center, we're kind of just mainly focusing on, on young people. Yeah. And just to clarify for our listeners, uh, the bookmobile of, or the library, it'll be um, traveling behind you to the, a few of these different stops. And we're going to be registering um, children and adults, too, uh, for library cars and also allowing them to borrow them from the bookmobile. So that's how we're partnering um, with that. And of course, in the fall, we're going to uh, be doing, the library will be doing some programming with you. So we're really looking forward to that. And I really think that you are doing such a great service to uh, the community. What inspired you? Um, <laughs> I would say, uh, um, you know, as a Christian, I'd say the Lord inspires me to do it. Uh, but also, uh, besides that too, um, uh, probably my parents were definitely an inspiration to me. My dad was um, a very successful wrestling coach. He won six state championships in the past and was a, uh, he was a natural born leader and uh, um, I guess a, an innovator in many ways uh, in, in the sports arena. And so he was very successful with that. And so I grew up kind of learning leadership, just well, it was in the water in a sense. And, and uh, um, also just the, the drive to excel and to do things right and to do things in such a way that honors other people and honors God. Um, and so uh, I would say that that kind of um, is what inspired me is, yeah. you know, my parents and my faith. Do you see yourself ever doing anything else? Is there like other goals that you have or is this, you feel like this is your call? This is it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a great question. I'd say um, this is it. <laughs> I'll just be honest. Yeah, I've, well, you do it you know, so well. So <laughs> I'm happy you said that. Yeah. Um, Sophie Spencer uh, from YWCA uh, once said to me, uh, she said, the thing that I'm really, you know, that uh, makes me happy about um, what you've done is that uh, you had a dream and a goal and you went after it and you got it. <laughs> you got it, yes. And so it, um, in a sense, that was kind of uh, it, this. I'm very fulfilled in this. I love it. And plus, there's so many different aspects of the Sycamore Center just outside of the after school programming. You know, we just uh, a couple of weeks ago put on the, the drama, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe from C.S. Lewis, uh, you know, uh, also, we're uh, starting a coffee house there now on Saturday nights, a Saturday night coffee house. Oh, was that just open to the public? Open to the just, public, okay, yeah. Not, it's not just oh, for okay. youth, it's for adults as well. Okay. And we have uh, local artists that are going to be coming in and playing music. So it's a, it's a concert as well as a coffee house. 
and it's uh, uh, by donation only. So we're not trying to run a business or anything mm-hmm. like that, but we're going to have uh, the youth in our leadership program be the baristas as a part of it. So they're going to uh, help out with that. So that's going to start June 19th at 6:30, and we're going to run it all summer. Um, we've already got the lineup set for all the different artists that are going to be coming in all the way through August 28th. And if it goes well, we may carry on and do it even, you know, throughout the year. We'll see. But uh, that's a really exciting thing I'm looking forward to uh, having happen. Yeah, I love it. Well, much luck to you. Um, And so if anybody wants to get more information from the Sycamore Center, where, how can they reach you? Sure. Uh, Go to Mm www.sycamorecenter.com just for general information. But if you'd like to give me a call, um, my number um, is 740-409. Two nine eight six. Okay, great. And um, as we kind of bring it to a close, I want to talk about what you're personally reading. Like, what is your what is your favorite book that you like to read? Sure. Well, of course, wow. the, <laughs> the Bible. You knew I that. Knew you were going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'd say that. What um, are you current? Are you currently reading anything? Yeah, I'm uh, reading a book uh, that is uh, called Rock and Roll Preacher: The Story of Chuck Gerard. And it's kind of a history of the Jesus movement okay. um, that uh, some of the musicians at that time in the uh, late '60s and early '70s that started uh, contemporary Christian music. Because uh, I used to be in a Christian rock band years ago, and Fun. I used to write for a Christian music magazine as well in the late '80s, early '90s. And I used to um, so kind of be a part of that culture. Mm-hmm. And so to reach back and and uh, kind of look into the past, some of the history of that. Um, I, I had known about this uh, gentleman by the name of Chuck Gerard. I've seen, I've seen him in concert years ago. And so I'm reading his biography of his life. So that's kind of what I've been up to reading lately. Okay, so then my next question would be fiction or nonfiction? Which do you prefer? But it sounds like you're going to say... Not, non-fiction. Yes, non-fiction, that's true. <laughs> me yeah. too, me too. And I actually read a lot of inspirational, so um, so that's that's great. Well, again, thank you uh, for coming here today and spending time with us for our listeners, and we wish, wish you much luck, and we'll be working with you in the future. So thank you again. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity. Bobby John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The Sycamore Youth Center consists of 40 after-school programs involving more than 250 youth that are overseen by 60 volunteers. All of the programs are free of charge and open to all K-12 through grade students in Steubenville and the surrounding area. Want to contact them? They're located at 301 North 4th Street in Steubenville. Or you can just visit their website at sycamorecenter.com. Thanks for listening to PLSJ's podcast. Visit us in person at your library branch or online at steubenvillelibrary.org.